Founders Brewing Company has found a way to make an IPA you can enjoy anytime that's perfect for any occasion with their all-day IPA. At 4.7 ABV, you can still taste the hops, of course, but it's the complex array of malts and grains that make all-day IPA a beer that will grab your attention. That full flavor and low ABV is what continues to make it a staple in my fridge. Look for Founders in your favorite beer store or check out their full line of beer at foundersbrewing.com. Founders Brewing Company, born and brewed in Michigan since 1997. At Huntington, we've been asking ourselves, can we make saving money any easier? And we think we've solved it. Introducing Money Scout. It analyzes your spending habits, income, and expenses to find money not being used in your checking account, then pushes it to savings automatically. Why would a bank do that? Just to help people thrive. That's how we reinvent banking. Huntington, welcome. Subject to eligibility, terms, conditions, and account agreements. Learn more and enroll at Huntington.com slash Money Scout. What's it like to have the title of the world's worst woman? That distinction goes to a fiend you've likely never heard of. And if you're unfortunate enough to get stuck in this Black Widow's web, you may find yourself under the floorboards along with her previous kills. Tonight, we look back to the olden days with one of the oldest cases we've covered and to see what it takes to be crowned the worst. We don't have a hint tonight, but that's okay. Mm-hmm. So we're just, I am drinking a Sam Adams. So is John, and I am drinking a White Claw. We also have a surprise shot. We do, we do. I picked it tonight. Yes, and it's funny because uh, where you, Nicole, do not like brown liquor or dark liquor, clear liquor scares me. Mm-hmm. So I don't know how this one's going to be, to be honest. We haven't done have had this before, so... That's it's truly a surprise. That is also uh, that's pretty w- scary. Worrisome. <laughs> yeah, I don't like the sound of that, but I do like the sound of this. Surprise shot! Surprise shot! We don't know what they are because they're a surprise. Um, I still haven't gotten it down. Making eye contact with the camera and singing in playing the bongo. I I like hear it speed up and slow down as i'm singing it uh, i'll have to get over that i guess it's okay you don't have to look at the camera oh. cheers cheers we just drank some you did oh god i can't take this what the fuck is this you've never had it before yeah but it smells gross i, I just don't feel like i've i've just ate i really don't feel like drinking this oh, oh god i'm not drinking this shit i didn't think it was that bad actually i'm not drinking it I just ate. I don't want to throw up. Look at Jen. She's about to throw up on the freaking mic. Do not throw up on that I'm mic. I just up. bought that <laughs> microphone. <laughs> if you're going to throw up you on a mic, it. throw up on hers. <laughs> you break it, you buy it. Um, I, don't like, I don't like that. I don't like that at all. Are you all. seriously not going to take the surprise shot? You have to take it. We already took ours. Uh, can I sip on it? No. You don't want to sip on it, believe I me. I actually didn't think it was bad. There's an aftertaste. No, I don't want to take it. I don't want it to. I'm sick of this. Why do we do this? I had to take it. You have to take it. Oh, God damn it. What the fuck is that? That's not good. That's not good. Oh, my God. It was really bad. That's not good. I actually didn't hate it. No, that's not good. Are you a, are you a masochist? I didn't think it was that that's bad. Sorry, I have good. to look over here. Are you, are you a masochist? I didn't think it was bad. That's not good. Do you guys good. want to take a guess? No. no. 
I don't know what it is. No, we will never speak of it again. What is it? It was Luxardo cherry liqueur. That did not taste like cherries. I mean, it had a little cough syrup aftertaste. That's what you're talking about. No, it didn't taste like cough syrup. It tasted like gross. All right. So we weren't a fan of that shot. Uh-uh. Where did you find that? And what made you want to try it? Well, I had bought some for the Thanksgiving holiday because I knew Dennis liked Luxardo cherries <sighs> for his Manhattans. And so I saw the Luxardo cherry liqueur and I was like, oh, that just seems like a good idea to try. It was not good. It was apparently not a good idea to try. Do we have any of the cherries? Do they taste oh, the shit. same? I don't know. I never had the cherries. I couldn't. They didn't have that at the store. So I bought the liqueur. Oh, and he mixed that in. Did he, he like it with his bourbon? Yeah, I think so. All right, guys, tonight uh, we are on YouTube and you can follow along with us there. You can also go to talkmurder.com. I put all my sources, photos, videos, and in this case, really old newspapers. Oh, we love the old newspapers. On talkmurder.com and you can see the post. Tonight we are talking about the... Quote, worst woman on earth. Ooh. Oh, shit. Jen, how's your picture picture get in here? <laughs> I'm an old soul, John. It I'm does kind of look like Jen. Does it? <laughs> yeah, it does. Oh, my God. I can't wait for y'all to see it. All right. So if you're watching the video here, or we're, here is where we are going tonight. This is the Shawangnook Mountains. Shawangnook. Shawangunk. Shawangunk. This is in Sullivan's County, New York. Shawangunk. Shawangunk. I don't know. Tonight we are doing an older story, a little turn of the century story for you guys. Which century? The, this century. Well, the 1900s. Oh, okay, so not this century. The 20th century, okay. which so, is so confusing. It why is, is so it that not the 19th century? I know. And why is this not the 20th because century? Because it's the same way that birthdays work. You don't turn one when you're born. You do in China. You turn zero when you're born, which makes sense. Wait. No, you It's turn the same one. thing. If you turn zero when you're born, it's the same thing as we are here. No, Correct. they turn one when they're born. Correct. Yeah, they turn one when they're born. So, like, one is their first year of life. Yeah. yeah. So, they're even more confusing than we are. I don't like it. The Shawangunk Ridge, also known as the Shawangunk Mountains or the Gunks, is a ridge of bedrock in Ulster County, Sullivan County, and Orange County in the state of New York, extended from the northernmost point of New Jersey to the Catskill Mountains. Oh, the Catskills. That's like where, um, if you guys haven't already seen um, The Marvelous Mrs. Maisel, that's mm. that's where they vacation. Mm. All right. So, Sullivan's County, New York. We are going to the Memaking, Mama Kating, Mama Kating Township. Huh. So, Mama and then the word Kating. And that is two miles from Birmingham, if you're looking here. At the YouTube video, I have a headline from a newspaper, and it says, go ahead, read it. What does it say? Crazy about killing. Hubby murderer was labeled worst woman on earth. Now, what do you think this woman looks like? You already said she looks like me. Yeah. All right. I want everyone to go, at least go to talkmurder.com and see this woman 
and tell me if she does look like Jen. I think you guys, I think this might be your doppelganger. No, not your doppelganger, your past great, life, great grandmother. No, we didn't live in New York. Here she is. Oh my God. <laughs> <laughs> Holy shit, it's a perfect match. <laughs> You You're such your- a fucking asshole. <laughs> you are an asshole. <laughs> I was really like waiting for like a spitting image of Jen. <laughs> you know, I can kind of see it actually. <laughs> like, so the similar. It, it, it's hungover, Jen. You know. <laughs> <laughs> Holy shit! Look, Jen, this is a spitting image of you. <laughs> when you do pose like uh, that, you just gotta take your hair hair down. Oh, it's it's messy on. today too. Hold on. Yeah. yeah, yeah. Do it. Do it. <laughs> All right. This is the first woman. Her name is Lizzie Halliday. H a l l i d a y. She is the worst woman on earth. Definitely. Um, she's killed. Nobody knows how many she's killed. She's known as the woman without a heart, like the Grinch. Except yeah. he was, like, his heart was three sizes too small. Yeah, yeah. So this, uh, what you're looking at now, this is from the New York Daily News. This is kind of, you know, uh, uh, on Halloween, they always do like recaps, you know, these newspapers of old stories in the cities. So this is around the area. They did a recap of this. But we are pulling most of the story from newspapers around the time, which was the late 1800s. No, 1900s. Wait, no, the late 1800s. Going yeah. into the 20th century, going which is the 1900s. 19, yeah, going into the 1900s. Gotcha. Yeah. So her name is Eliza Margaret McNally. She was born in Ireland in either 1859 or 1864. Two conflicting sources there, uh, both from prominent prominent papers. So, But honestly, I think back in the day... I don't think people actually knew when they were born or how old they were. You know, I've met people that don't even know how old they are. You mean a, yourself? No, not my. No, I'm <laughs> literally. <sorry. though. laughs> how old am I? Okay, she immigrated to the United States when she was a child in 1867. So either she was three years old or seven years old or ten years old, very young. Now she has a slew of husbands and. I'm going to run through them. Her first husband, Charles Hopkins, had one son, perhaps a daughter, great-granddaughter, Jen. I I was going to say, that year does not match up, but I mean, come on, like, come on, guys. I, I could do, you know, if she can get husbands, why can't I get a husband? She looks like me in the morning, too. I mean, hey, I'm just saying. How many husbands do you think she's had? Seven. Six. Who said six? There you go. The first husband, Charles Hopkins, had one son who ended up institutionalized. That fits the bill. <laughs> Shut up. <laughs> <laughs> okay. How many? All right. Like when you're researching this story, how many digs at me did you come up with, and how many are you dying to get out? He's because like, all right. Made the looks joke, <laughs> made the institutionalized joke. The husband, Charles Hopkins, died two years after marriage in 1879, most likely of arsenic poison. Mm. The second husband was a few months later. His name was Artemis. 
Like Artemis Fowl. Oh. Yeah, Artemis Brewer. He died less than a year later. <laughs> I feel like you would be the type of person that kills all your husbands. Uh, what? Okay. In all seriousness, I know you're just kidding, but I don't think you are. But also, I know you are. Um, like, what about me gives off the husband killing, kill, husband killing vibe? All right, so the third husband, 1883, Haram Parkinson. He actually was the only smart one in this story. He booked it a few months after they got married. Good Four for months you. after he got married, he's like, I'm out. He left. What, what led him to leave? <laughs> because he knew that he would probably die. I mean, the other two have died. Was she open about her, her marriages? We, I'm sure, assuming we don't really know a lot of um, information. No, nah, we this. don't know too much, but... Uh, the fourth, he saw the signs. Yeah, the fourth. I saw the sign. The fourth was George Smith. He was a war veteran. She tried to kill this guy by putting arsenic in his tea, and oh. he survived. Uh, Lavinia Fisher. Mm-hmm. Yeah, he survived, and he fled to no. He survived. Tried to get her arrested, mm-hmm. and when they came for her, she fled to Vermont, where she married. Her fifth husband, Charles Playstill. Jen's like, oh my God, they're getting closer to my family. <laughs> <laughs> and then her six husbands, uh, Randall Collins. <laughs> I'm just kidding. <laughs> that is not his name. <laughs> Your face. I was like, oh, shit. Oh, man. <laughs> John actually got this story by going to Ancestry.com. <laughs> His name wasn't uh, Randall Collins. It was at, it was actually Michael Collins. Yeah. <laughs> so this is the the last husband she oh, had. Oh, that looks like Ulysses S. Grant. Hmm. Does <laughs> he got a beard? Yeah, he does. He was a war veteran. I often find out the hard way that all IPAs are not created equal. Some are hot bombs that forget about flavor. Others only taste good if you drink them with a heavy meal. Fortunately, Founders Brewing Company has found a way to enjoy an IPA anytime and at any occasion with their all-day IPA. You can taste the hops, of course, but it's the complex array of malts and grains that make all-day IPA a beer that will grab your attention. Whether you're relaxing after a long day at work or hanging outside with your friends, all-day IPA will become one of your favorites. It's one reason why Founders is in the top 10 of the nation's craft breweries and a staple in my fridge. When you taste all-day IPA, you'll understand how they got there. Look for Founders in your favorite beer store, or check out their full line of beer, and now hard seltzers, too, at foundersbrewing.com. Founders Brewing Company. Born and brewed in Michigan since 1997. There are so many reasons not to skip breakfast. So many savory, mouth-watering, tasty, delicious beyond all belief reasons. Actually, that last one was pretty convincing. Stop by for a McDonald's breakfast. Mix and match a sausage biscuit, sausage McMuffin, sausage burrito, or hash browns. Any two for just two bucks. Price and participation may vary. Cannot be combined with combo meal. This is Paul Holiday. So her name is Lizzie Holiday. That's what everyone calls her. And he is a civil civil war. I can never say that. Civil war. I always say civil. That's, Wait, that is right. That's yeah, correct. that is correct. He's a, he's a civil war vet and widower. Okay. He was 70 years old. He Look at him. He's old. 
And she well, was looks good for his age. She was going on uh, thirty two or thirty three at the time. That's quite the Whoa. age gap. I know. That's. I mean, I ain't gonna lie. It's gonna be me when I'm seventy. <laughs> what? <laughs> I'm just kidding. Uh huh. I'm just kidding. Mm-hmm. All right. Just make sure you check your arsenic stash. Mm-hmm. So he was almost forty years her senior. Uh, this is from an old newspaper quote. He had been a brave soldier, having fought through the war in Company K of the 124th New York Regiment, widely known as the Orange Blossom Regiment. End quote. <laughs> <laughs> he was a God fearing man, and he had a quote from the same newspaper crippled and half witted son. Oh. All right. Terms were so gentle back then. <laughs> I know. If you want to read this, uh, Nicole, this is from an old newspaper. On May 4th, 1891, a few weeks after the woman joined hands with old man Halliday, he went to a nearby town. In his absence, the house was burned to the ground and the crippled boy was cremated. Many persons oh, now believe that the woman killed the cripple before firing the house. <laughs> On May 26th, 1861, the barn was destroyed by fire. <laughs> That's wow. my kind of woman right there. <laughs> I'm just kidding. All right. On June 19th. You did say you like them fiery. <laughs> yeah. On June 19th. So a month after 1891, she is in trial. Her husband, Holiday, gets her arrested. She's in trial. And... In the trial, she, quote, shrieked, ripped off her clothes, kicked chairs, and punched jailers. Hmm. Four months later, she's back with her husband living at home. (laughs) What could go wrong here? I mean, he's already old as hell. You know, they didn't live that long back then. You might as well. I mean, he's going to die soon anyway. You might as well what? Kill him? I mean, he probably knew she was going to off him. That doesn't... She had six other husbands. Wait, he had her arrested and then she went, he went back to her. She yeah. went back to him. He was okay with that. That makes no Jen, sense. Jen, when you're to in me. love, okay, you put up with people's quirks. Mm-hmm. Yeah, but do you and try to get them arrested? When you're in love. <laughs> <laughs> All righty. On, so four months later, they get back together. And then four months after that, Paul Halliday, the husband, disappears completely. He's actually going into town. This is what the, this is what Lizzie says. Because her son comes up. Her son. Her first son? No, 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 no. Excuse me. Paul Holiday's son, which is older than Lizzie. Oh, awkward. So his stepmother. Yeah. yeah, He's like 37. She's like 32. She comes to the father's house looking for his dad. And she's, uh, quote, cleaning house and singing while she worked. That's what he said. And she says that her hubby had went to out of town into Bloomington the city of Bloomington, because he just purchased some land and he's got to close the deed. He didn't believe it. I mean, obviously, she's a nutcase, right? So he didn't believe it. So he goes and gets the law involved and then they come to her house. So. Did she try to seduce the son? Uh, 
I don't know. Probably, though. Halliday met Lizzie Brown, a young Irish immigrant, a few months earlier when he hired her as a maid. The gray-bearded farmer popped the question soon after because a neighbor said he thought it would be cheaper to marry Lizzie than to pay her wages. Ain't that the truth? Wait, what? That's why he married her. He didn't want to pay her. So she goes to work for him because, all right, all right, let, let me talk about Lizzie Halliday real quick. She kills all these husbands. Right. She's on the run. And uh-huh. in the 1800s, there's no social security and all this stuff. She has to get a job. Mm-hmm. She starts running with gypsies mm-hmm. and eventually ends up looking for work. You know how gypsies do. They paint your house and stuff. That's what she was running with. She meets this guy named Paul Holiday, which is 70 years old. He hires her, but on the first day decides to marry her so he doesn't have to pay her. So that's how she got here. Huh. Yeah. Oh, I should have done a background check before he did that. <clears throat> She she was a nice Irish girl. Yeah. You don't have to do background checks on them. Now, we actually have evident, uh, an actual evidence photo. Go to talkmer.com oh. to see this. This is the crime scene. This is, this is uh, you know, from, for back in the day, this is extremely detailed. If, can you describe this for our uh, oh, podcast God, listeners? Some stick figures. Stupid. <laughs> <laughs> This is from the papers. It's a, it's a, it's a very, very realistic rocks, if I do say so myself. Uh, I mean, see her? She's in the back. Can you spot her? Oh, oh, okay. That's not like an umbrella leaning against the house. She's like walking away very suspiciously. I don't see any footprints. <laughs> is yeah. it supposed to be snowing out? I don't know. And probably it's the mountains. Uh, well, yeah, that's what I'm saying. Is that snow on the ground or they just didn't detail the grass? I don't know. Because there's like piles and then there's not piles but then you might be right maybe that is snow they go to her house they look in the barn and they're sniffing around the barn they don't see anything so they go in the house and they notice some hay in the bedroom and it's weird this is probably had some sort of fantasy yeah Mm -hmm. so if you want to read this so with forks they tossed away the hay under which they found a fresh litter of straw mixed with manure when a few forkfuls had been lifted, a naked human foot was seen. <laughs> it's him, by gum! They exclaimed together. But when more of the stuff had been scraped off the corpse of a woman, met their surprised and affrighted eyes. All right, so they expecting to find Mr. Old Holiday, and they find a woman's foot instead. Hmm. Oh, another woman. Another woman. And it's crazy. If you guys go to talkmore.com, you can see this. But we actually have evidence, an evidence photo of the bedroom where they were buried. <laughs> wow. This is where the crimes were committed. I don't see any hay. <laughs> yeah, agreed. No hay. Uh, is this before? They they had cameras back then. Because mm-hmm. we did the Bloody Bender story, and that was in the 1800s. They did have, they were like the very old, old like big, big, big cameras. Yeah. So I don't I think they would have taken them to like every crime scene. But that doesn't look like hay. That looks like a pile of clothes on the yeah. floor. Well, apparently it's hay. And there were three bodies under there. If you want to read this. Wow. Three. A lot of hay. Yeah. Two female <clears throat> corpses turned up in the barn. The remains of Margaret McQuillan and her daughter, Sarah, who disappeared after accepting a house cleaning job from Lizzie. Paul Halliday's body was discovered under the floorboards in the kitchen. 
All three victims were shot several times in the heart. Halliday's body was mutilated. Oof. So when asked... Wait, so who are the female? Who are these women? They oh, yeah. worked with the with Lizzie. I, I didn't go into this, but Paul Holiday in numerous papers, because they were trying to explain who all these women were, he was a partier and very promiscuous. Hmm. He Even at 70 years yeah, old? Yeah, even at 70. All hey, right. you know? I mean... Okay. He was getting it done, and a lot of women were coming to the house, and these are two women that came for, quote, work and ended up under the floor. Did he ask them to marry him, too? Mm. Maybe. Eventually, she's arrested. You guys get this. And it's a media sensation. I mean, every paper in the country is reporting this case. She's actually the first woman to get sentenced to death. She only got sentenced for one of the murders, but she was sentenced to the electric chair all three victims were shot several times in the heart halliday's body was mutilated all right so when the judge asked her why she killed three people and shoved them under the floorboard she says this it's a long story That I would, bet it is, Lizzie. That would be my response, too. That would be my response, and then I would probably go into long detail. Because you guys know how I tell stories. I'd be like, well, oh, first, this shit. is what you, before you hear this, you have to hear how we got to this place. It's a long story. Ah, ah it's a long uh, story. We don't want to get into this. Uh, the, the media went nuts. This was a uh, huge event. This is her right here. It says... June 19th. Can you read that? The village is overflowing with curious people and some of the persons interested in the trial of the triple murderess, Mrs. Lizzie Halliday. There was a large crowd around the little courthouse long before the doors were open. When the keeper finally appeared and threw open the place, there was a rush and in 20 minutes, every seat had been taken. Ooh. She also became known as the, quote, Wolf Woman of Sullivan Hmm. County. Was it because of the first picture? Or or this one? (laughs) Neither. It's because something she did in the courtroom to become the Wolf Woman. Uh. Was she howling? (laughs) Howling to plead insanity? Where's she going with this? After she's she's found guilty, sentenced to death, because it's not back then, it's you're guilty, sentenced to death. It's not wait three months to... For the sentencing is right then. She's sentenced to death. First woman to be sentenced to the electric chair. She starts going crazy, taking off her blouse, yelling, screaming, kicking. And she she bites one of the sheriffs. Oh, snap. (laughs) Like in the neck, just takes a big chunk out of his neck. (laughs) Oh, dear. And she became known as the wolf woman because of this. On the way out of the courtroom, she bit a sheriff. The wound became infective and killed him, noted Michael Keane in his book, Question of Sanity. So there's another victim. Holy shit. <laughs> she just keeps killing people. <laughs> Holy wow. shit. It's crazy. That's crazy. That's but, wild. Yeah. So she was sentenced to a, a mental institution for life. And here's another picture of her. <laughs> 
All right, what do you think happens next? She settles down and lives her role as no, a No, she gets sentenced to death. No, well, she does, but then the judge has pity on her. Oh, God. He's like you. <laughs> judge. Oh, she didn't mean it. Look at those eyes. She was sentenced to a mental institution, and for several years, you didn't hear anything about her. She really found her home. In the mental, in the mental yes. institution? And the reason was because she actually met a friend who cared about her. It was a 24-year-old, actually 21-year-old, named Nellie Wicks. She was a prison nurse, an institution nurse. And they became very close. And she cared for, they cared for each other. And it's a really sweet story. So if you want to read this. In September 1906, Wicks decided to leave her job and go back to school. Lizzie responded to the news by knocking Wicks down in the bathroom, <laughs> locking the door, and stabbing her 200 times with sewing shears. Dr. Lamb was called to the bloody scene. She won't leave me now, Lizzie told him with a maniacal laugh. Someone has abandonment issues. <laughs> God, this is a fucking train wreck, dude. <laughs> Holy shit. Uh, Yikes. Okay, right, but... so then she was sentenced to death. <laughs> no. Oh, God. <laughs> she Shit. actually died in the same mental institution, and she was 58 when she died. That was in 1918, and her obituary read, Deceased the Worst Woman on Earth. Wow. And that's the story of Jen Collins. No. <laughs> I'm just kidding. That's all. That's all I got. It's kind uh, of a, a that's short a story. Fun story. <laughs> but... Yeah, so she stabbed that woman, and it was... 200 one, times. Yeah, so first she cut the neck. One one of the papers says she took those sewing shears and slit the neck, and then just started... <laughs> 200 times. Dude, holy shit. She probably she was probably obviously pulled off. She would have still She would have still been going to this day, stabbing her. <laughs> it would have been like powder on the floor. <sighs> Anyway, that's the story of Lizzie Halliday, the worst woman on earth. Uh, a little quickie there for you guys, for your quickie Fridays, and um, hope you guys enjoyed that. Like I said, uh, be sure to subscribe to our YouTube channel. That is uh, Lizzie Halliday. I hope you guys enjoyed that. A uh, little short one there for you. This is Talk Murder to Me. My name is John here with Jen and Nicole. And until next time, good night, you lovely, lovely people. Founders Brewing Company has found a way to make an IPA you can enjoy anytime that's perfect for any occasion with their all-day IPA. At 4.7 ABV, you can still taste the hops, of course, but it's the complex array of malts and grains that make all-day IPA a beer that will grab your attention. That full flavor and low ABV is what continues to make it a staple in my fridge. Look for Founders in your favorite beer store or check out their full line of beer at foundersbrewing.com. Founders Brewing Company, born and brewed in Michigan since 1997. Me, 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 but also you. <laughs> the Pharaoh fast-forwards his favorite foreign film. Powder donut. <clears throat> okay, what's my line? Uh, the only line I see here on the script is get options based on your budget with the Name Your Price tool from Progressive. Oh, man, that's a tongue twister, huh? I'm sorry, I'm going to need a few more minutes. <clears throat> bulbous Walrus. The Bulbous Walrus. The Name Your Price tool. Only from Progressive. The owl ran afoul of the comatose coxswain. Progressive Casualty Insurance Company and affiliates. Price and coverage match limited by state law.